Welcome, welcome to all of my newbies and all of my people that has been rocking with me. Okay, so yes, yes, I don't have no any intro today, okay? I wasn't feeling intro ready. I said, let's just jump right into it, okay? We already know today is Book Club Fridays where I go over the books that I am reading. And right now... We are reading the keys, the 21 keys of success. And this is by Rick Ross and Chloe Crutcher. So it's the 21 keys of success. And y'all, I, I want to tell y'all from chapters four through six, when I tell y'all I've had so many tips, I received so many tips, I received so much game, and I hope that you all do the same, okay? So, if everyone would please go to all the major platforms that Lifestyle Tea is on, which is Google, Spotify, Anchor, and many, many more. Go and subscribe so y'all get that notification when the content does come out. And also, leave me a review. Tell us again what you felt about the book or about any of the past episodes. And okay. Okay. So, y'all know I was supposed to have an episode out this Friday, right? I apologize, you know, I, I'm, my bad, y'all, it's just that I've just been busy, uh, the month of July is a very busy month for me, uh, so I, I've been really, really busy, and I'm trying to do better, y'all know I apologize, so I'm back, <laughs> I am back, okay, Let, let's just jump right into it before I get all up in my feelings, all right, so the okay so we went over last week we went over humbleness that's a key health that's a key be a man of the people that was a key now we're going to go over create a cold mental atmosphere the snowman's effect create a cold cold mental atmosphere this is key for Everyone encounters adversity, obstacles, and problems that fall upon his life. For most people, their adversity rains down on their mind like a summer deluge, washing away their hopes and dreams and drowning them in misery. But a select few have learned to create a mental atmosphere where the temperature is much colder as a result when the precipitation of adversity falls it does not come down as a rain that drowns them but rather as a beautiful snow from this snow they build a great monument monument that remains long after the storm passes basically a snowman i try not to let things stay on my mind let me repeat that i try not to let things stay on my mind and that's what recross said because it is really true you let things stay on your mind you'll be miserable especially if it's the best stuff so here's the key to success stay positive stay up keep a positive mental attitude we hear these mentors and others similar to them all the time. 
However, in this course of our everyday journey throughout life, we often struggle just to acquire the basic of food, shelter, and clothing before even taking into consideration our attempts at living a good life. Due to the struggle, it may appear unrealistic or fatal to maintain a positive mental attitude. It can be quite easy to get down or quietly give you hope on the possibility that we can truly have things go our way and live the life we want. We believe so many things to be stacked against us, things over which we seemingly have little or no control. The more we realize this, excuse me, one moment, y'all. The more we realize this, the gloomier our outlook on life generally becomes. We see the gray clouds ruling in and hear the thunder begin to rumble. And as we get older, many of us simply feel it quite foolish to think positive as our little inner voice echoes, what's the use? And often, people talk about the importance of having positive mental attitude. When it comes to life in general, and especially when it comes to dealing with adversity, but the nature of this positivity is generally misleading. Many times the picture painted of the positive person is one of the happy-go-lucky, mumbling person, mindlessly spewing and catching success quotes they saw on the I'm sorry, y'all. They saw on a motivational poster hanging in the break room at their job. Yet, these are generally not the people of the greatest and most noteworthy achievements. When real adversity hits them as it hits us all, that poster on the wall isn't enough to keep them from mentally drowning. So how does one maintain a positive mental attitude and avoid getting swept in the world's current negativity? Well, having a positive mental attitude isn't accomplished through catchy phrases or smooth, excuse me, catchy and smooth phrases. It's not maintained with the forcing of smiles and trying to fake it till you make it. And it certainly isn't acquired by spending thousands of dollars to attend lectures and seminars by so-called self-help people. The foundation of a positive mental attitude is actually something much similar, okay? And to me, that, that is like so, so, so important. The true power that controls your life is your inner thoughts. Yes. And those inner thoughts have that type of power because they are unique to you. Okay. So it's really about your inner thoughts. The, the thing I notice and respect about Rick is that his actions seem to reflect an understanding of the bare sense of his truth. Rick doesn't seem to react to what other people do or say. His reaction seems to be in line with the belief that you become what you think about. Hmm. 
as opposed to that phrase being more lip service in essence you believe becomes what can really happen let me see let me try it again in essence in what you believe can become what truly happens okay you control what you think about which means you control what you become it's that simple as an equation if a equals b and b equals c then a equals c y'all didn't get that right in other words if two seamlessly unequal or unrelated things are equally or related to the same thing in the same way then that which at which at first seems to be unequal or unrelated is actually equal if you become what you think about and you control what you think about then you control what you become okay that makes sense that makes sense i hope y'all got that it's all about the mental and having mental and, and, and it's hard it's hard positive thinking doesn't make the good things happen in your life listen to this positive thinking makes the things that happens in your life good did you get that positive thinking doesn't make the good things happen in your life positive thinking makes the things that happen in your life good seriously okay so let's go to key five mission mindedness it is not enough to desire to be great in order to succeed you must develop the desires to the greatest the average man does what he does because it pays him enough to get by and make a living the truly successful man the mission mind man does what he does because he believes he can be the best whoever did it the best in whoever did it i didn't sleep much i was on a mission i thought they were gonna run out of cocaine and that's what rick ross said that was a request of rick ross said y'all um and then give me one moment we're trying to get to it in order to be a success in life which is presumably why you are reading this book right right you must not only have the desire to be great but you must have the desire to be the greatest if you work with a mission mindedness to become the greatest at what you do you will find you will soon find that getting money would no longer be a problem for you speaking of money the reason that most people continue to work jobs they hate even though they would much rather be doing something else is because that is because that something else that they would rather be doing does not currently provide them with a dependable paycheck and because that something else does not currently provide them a dependable paycheck i felt like he had to say that twice just so y'all can know they give all of their time and effort to the job instead but because they give all their time and effort to the job so they can get the dependable check paycheck they never develop their something else to the point where it takes over and becomes their mission right note 
while settling into your mission, know that you are not striving to be the greatest at everything, just the greatest at one thing, your thing. As you examine yourself and take inventory of your unique talent and what you are truly love to do, ask yourself, what is the one thing that you can imagine yourself as being the greatest who ever did that particular thing? Find your narrow lane and own it. On this planet, that's your task. To discover who you really are and what you are here to be the greatest at. Then spend your time actually working to become the greatest at it. The result of spending your time in this matter is something called happiness. And if you are spending your time in this matter, you will feel that you are not living up to your true potential. Regardless of the amount of money you may get from doing other things, you will feel unhappy and you won't understand why the essence, in essence, becoming fully engaged as you strive to become the greatest is what makes life worth living. Yes, I love it. And it's so true. Like, seriously, I've had to do it a time or two. You know, to me, you just grab a piece of paper, grab a pen or a pencil, go somewhere quietly, and think about what you really want to be great at or what you really are great at. You know, I would say in my years of living, when I became a podcaster, I feel like that was what I was supposed to do. I felt great at that. Like, I took time out the day just to study, just to see what makes a podcaster. Because I know that I have, I'm a, first of all, I'm a, I'm a positive person. And I have a lot of lessons to give, you know. I know that I came from, not the mud, but I've, I've came a long way. Let me just say that. And with that being said, and not just because I'm a single parent, but that, that really is a good matter, you know, that us single parents are still able to get out there and get it and have a life that we really need and that we really want. Now, do I have the life that I really want? No, I don't. However, I enjoy what I do. You know, like right now, I should be getting ready for work tomorrow. But yeah, I've put some time out to come and talk to you all about the book that I read. You know, I'm a reader. I love to read. Um, As far as my custom, you know, I love to make my customers happy. So if they like a certain thing on an item, then I'm like, okay, I'll do that. Now, am I an artist and I have my own graphics I like? No. But if my customers, if they're happy about their graphic being on one of my items, then I'm all for it. You know, so that's just me. Anyway, let's get back to it. So that was key five. Now we're going on to key six. Gain independence by not working for the money. This is a long chapter. I'm going to try to be as detailed because this is where the game comes in. Gain independence by not working for the money. Y'all listen to this. Money is a controlled mechanism. Therefore, if you get into the habit of working for money, you can easily be controlled and you will never truly be free. 
You must gain your independence by not working for money. Instead, work for the love of what you do and make the money work for you. If you work for money, you can be controlled. And that, that is so true. That is so true. Let me, I mean, I'm not going to do a lot of talking, but I do want to say I feel them on that. Um, once again, I go back to the Life Safety Customs. Um, Life Safety Customs, I don't bring in that much money with Life Safety Customs. Let me just be real with y'all. I don't bring in that much money. Um, I've had my customers come in, but however, it's not a bunch of customers. Like, I can't live by it, you know? Um, so just listen to this. Just listen. Let me get back to this. Because this really got me. When I tell y'all, I was in this chapter like no other. I'm sorry, I'm trying to get on the page. To get money, you must understand that money isn't real. What? Anyone using conventional wisdom knows that doesn't make any sense. Money isn't real. The notion that you get more money by adapting the mindset that money isn't real is just as counterintuitive counterintuitive, excuse me, as the notion that you can freeze water faster by first making it hotter. And yet, if the principle behind getting money were intuitive then and was guided by conventional wisdom, why are so few people actually rich? Everywhere you turn, everyone is running around frantically trying to attain money. But why is this? At first glance, it's obvious money is necessary to buy food and to have a place to live, along with numerous of other comforts. On the surface, this makes perfect sense. It seems so obvious that no one really questions the need for money. But in this frantic struggle to attain that, excuse me, in the frantic struggle to attain that current dollar, we miss a crucial step. We overlook the fact of how we set out to attain money is far more important than how much money we set out to attain. Let me say it again. We overlook the fact that how we set out to attain money is far more important than how much money we set out to attain. In life, things are either real or not. And across the board, here is the difference. With real things, what's important is getting you. With Things not real, what's important is how how you get it. Money falls into the category of not real. My financial hardship in California made this crystal clear to me. But as you are likely not in such a dilemma right now, let's look at the nature of the money disclosure. Okay. However, a dollar is not real. Processing a dollar in the Colombian convenience store does not affect you by the same significance as it does in an American convenience store. While having a dollar at an American convenience store will get you a bottle of water to quench your thirst 
Having a dollar in the Colombians convenience store would simply leave you thirsty. And that's one of the examples of the difference in the money and how the money is not real, right? So once you understand this, you can reposition yourself properly to money. This repositioning consists of focusing your efforts on the love, the real thing, of what you do instead of focusing on money. By focusing on the love of what you do, money from the market will begin to seek you out instead of you always chasing it. If you go about it the other way, always working just to have money, you slowly become a slave to money, depending on another's man and consistently finding yourself engaged in activity you don't like doing. Even though you don't like what you have to do to get the money, you keep doing it because you need the money. Of course, you like to stop since you'd rather be doing something else. But you know that it, if you stop working, the money stops flowing. So if you are working a job you don't enjoy, but you do it just to pay the bills, you're basically screwed. You hate what you do, but you can't stop doing it. You are being controlled, which makes sense. It just, as Rick said, if you work for money, you can be controlled. And way too many people are in this situation. Way too many people work for money, meaning their only or primary reason they do what they do is to get a paycheck. They have no love whatsoever for doing what they do. They dread Monday mornings and live only for the weekends. Sadly, the majority of people have just accepted their fate. Misery, misery for money is just the way it is. One moment, y'all. And, and, I, and, I, and I agree with that. It is the way it is. But to me, if you really want something bad, you would, you know, invest in yourself. And that's what entrepreneurs have to do. We have to invest in ourselves just to get, you know, get ahead in the game, if that makes any sense. The end goal is to free up your time to continuously work at what you love. But because working at what you love is the indirect method of attaining money you're not going to see a paycheck from it after two weeks hell you may not see a paycheck after two years so how do you eat while you're working at what you love you go to game y'all it's a combination of one cutting back your lifestyle in conjunction with two using the money you save to purchase assets that can generate income to cover the new modest lifestyle. You may have to keep working a job of some sort to initially purchase those assets, but that's fine because you are positioning yourself to have those assets generate the income to cover your basic living expenses and free you up to work at what you love. If you're really working at what you love, why do you need a plush lifestyle right now anyway? Live simply right now so you have more money to purchase assets. 
and have more time to work on what you love. Although you won't see money directly or fast, the only way to get rich and keep your independence is by working at what you love doing. Once money finally comes to you from doing what you love, it floods in more than making up for all the prior lean years when you prioritize love over money. Okay. Don't work for money. Work for the love of what you do and let the money come to you. Period. Period. And that was key six. I hope y'all did get some tips as to what I was giving. I am really, really loving that key six because you know, I mean, it, it is hard. However, y'all, y'all can do it and it can be done. And even if you are low income, let's say you're low income, single mom like myself, low income, you know, have help but not that much help. Y'all, he said it. Like, limit your lifestyle which is like well, you want me to be boring but you have to sacrifice it has you have to sacrifice something even if that is even if that does mean being boring okay let's be boring and work on for example my in my situation and work on creating some more items that these customers will love and will come in you know want me to create for them it's not it's not easy and you all have been rocking with me i have been vlogging about my mompreneur situations and i've learned a lot of stuff and i've shared with y'all some of the things that i've learned so go and listen to those episodes because it's not easy it's not going to happen overnight but just like mcgraw said if you love doing it you will continue to do it you know um i i, I do work but i work just to make the ends meet but what am I trying to do? I'm trying to build my empire. Okay? Even though I'm on break number two on the empire, it doesn't matter. I'm still trying. So if y'all are trying to build an empire, continue to try. Continue to try. You know, don't make no excuses. Just do it. Um, next week, I will be going over another three of the keys. I may go over four of them because the month is coming to an end. And I'm already going to let y'all know. I will be going over July into August with this book because it gives out facts you know and it helps us out i do like my urban books so i will be back on the urban books y'all know i like my zane books but i also like facts okay y'all have a wonderful wonderful friday sister girl has to go and get ready for this weekend of working y'all stay safe out there make sure y'all put your mask on and if you all are wanting customized masks like Sexy Customs. We do create masks with care. We have the wordy mask and the pictures mask that is very, very doable. So go check out lifesexycustoms.bcartel.com or you can find Life Sexy on Facebook and on Instagram and on Snapchat and on Pinterest. Y'all, come on. Get at me. Get at me. Okay? It was nice. I really enjoy myself reading with you all, giving you all some facts. And also, one last thing, don't forget, next week on the 13th, there will be another adult vibing night. Yes, is this going to be where we vibe and we chill? There is going to be a 
prize at the end. So we're going to do play a little game at the end with a prize. Y'all know I like giving that prizes sometimes. So y'all come and mess with me. I will be having the link on here next week. So you all can have that link and come and join me. And let's vibe on a Wednesday. Hey, I'm out.